0: yes everybody welcome back to another episode of the train effective podcast i think we're on number five now that i've at least done and today we have a a very special guest that i actually didn't even meet that long ago i only met him like five ten minutes ago everybody please welcome sam shabon sam i actually hope i said your last name right just now yeah
1: it's shaban but yeah, yeah. Sh- <laughs> really shaban, okay
0: okay okay you got the little like like shaban shazam yeah. <laughs> all that but um yeah mate good to meet you how are you yeah good to meet you
1: too bro i'm good thank you man you
0: yeah yeah really good really really good um it's december over here now well as it was everywhere but <laughs> it's funny it was like well, we use Fahrenheit in America, and it's like sixty yeah. degrees outside. I don't know how that translates to Celsius, but it's like
1: proper warm. Yeah, um, it's cold here, man. It's cold in the UK.
0: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the weather in that. You know, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm. I, it's not in, it's not in sight, but I've got my um, my kit for the match today. Arsenal, Manchester <laughs> United. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> big one, big one. Um, and yeah, no, listen. Uh, so. I'm really excited for this one because you have a really wide spectrum of experience playing professionally in a couple of different countries. And you even came up in something a lot of people want to come up in, which is a youth academy, a professional youth academy over at Watford. So... I kind of I kind of just want to I want you to take it away like give us like kind of a summary however short or long you want it to be yeah. of how you started playing football to how you ended up playing abroad in a couple of different countries.
1: Yeah. All right. So obviously football even ever since I was like 4 years old it was just you know I, it was my passion from young. So you know, I remember back at school, the teacher would ask me, um, you know, what, you, what, what do you want to be when you're older? And I'm like, I'm going to be a pro- professional footballer. And, you know, teachers are always like, but you know, only 1% make it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be that 1%. I'm going to be that 1%. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was always like, that was like my, my tunnel vision. It was my plan and nothing was going to stop me until I reached that goal. So, um, so yeah, so it started off just like playing, you know, locally when I was young and then went started from Sunday League. Uh, playing for the school team after that. And then I went into Watford uh, Academy. So from Watford Academy, I was there for a couple of years. And then, you know, during you're there for like two years as a scholar. So like at the end of it, you get either a professional contract or you get released. So, you know, we had like all the our academy players, uh, most of them got released. I think only one stayed on. So after that, you know, it's tough to take uh, at that age. And then I dropped into non-league. After that, so when I went into non-league, it's a whole different ball game, man. So, you so go, really quick, just yeah,
0: let me sorry, just just for yeah. the people that don't know, because what is non-league?
1: So non-league is so you get the professional leagues in England, so that's the Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, and then from the National League, it's non-league. So it goes it's, it's semi-professional, really. So it's you know the National League, National South, and um, it's me in Premier League, it's me in North, and etc. There's like loads of divisions. Yep. Um So yeah, that's basically non-league, and so I dropped into there, and the difference from academy football to non-league is, is is huge, man. So so like it was people people don't see it because academy football, you know, you're playing the technical, nice football, and then you go to non-league, and people are playing, you know, f- they're smashing you, they're playing yeah. to basically to feed their kids at home, you know. So it's men's yeah. football, and you know, it's it's a it's a big big change. So yep.
0: yeah. I, just really quick on. The non league because, um, and it's interesting because you go, you do go from uh, like obviously, like Watford, like the academy. I don't know if you watch, like, uh, what's his name, the cycling goalkeeper, Ben, Foster's ben his, Foster. Ben um, Foster, yeah,
1: I've watched a couple of videos, yeah. So
0: that, that's what comes in mind, Watford, yeah, like their first yeah. team in that, but like, obviously, the academy isn't gonna have that same experience, but it's gonna be similar in ways, but yeah, like you go from routines like that. Um, where you're, you know, it's quite more organized. Yeah. Quite, like, like you know, like, good pitches, even, like, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, organization to non-legal, where you're right, like, it's, like, you go from playing under-15s, under-16s to anywhere between under-16s to under-30s, under, like, exactly. you got 30-year-old exactly. grown yeah. men there. And, like, you're right with some of these people. It is kind of their it is kind of their way to like feed their families or it's like their side money, and you know they do take it seriously so um and you've got other players who are just trying to like you said, you have those divisions trying yeah. to work up the ladder as they say, yeah, and um man like how was how was that not like when you first when you first got into non league football yeah um after what happened at Watford like how how did you manage that mentally like what was like your like what was your like frame frame of mind
1: yeah so obviously at first you know it's hard to take um but then you always you know you have to go back and realize why you started playing football and you know what what, like my goal i had i I always set a goal for myself from from young so i just i just thought to myself okay my journey is going to be different i'm going to go through non-league And then I'm going to work my way up again. And then I'm going to go get a professional contract from non-league. So, yeah, mentally it was hard. But that's the side, you know, which is so important. If you want to make it that far in this game, you have to be so mentally strong in this game of football. Um, So, yeah, so it was just, you know, really like put my head down, working hard and then trying to, you know, just make a name for myself in non-league.
0: Did you, so that's interesting. Did you, um... (laughs) And I don't think people understand, like a lot of people might not understand. Like I know a National League in the yeah. fifth division. Um it's I think you have National League North and National League South, if yeah, I'm not yeah. mistaken. And then after that, um I don't remember the exact like sponsor League. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: You've got lots of different kind of um leagues in essence at each uh step or divisions and that, like all yeah. over all over England and the UK for that fact. Um how did like did you when you were in that phase where like you said you had to be mentally strong mentally tough did you like tap into people did you have friends or mates or other players that you knew that you like spoke and like got advice from or was it like just a solo battle like i'm in non-league now this is what i'm gonna have to do yeah.
1: i think it was more my parents like my family because mm. you know like i think they helped me as well a lot like you know when i was down, and they would like you know they speak to me and then tell me you know remember why you started this like everyone's got their own journey so it's more it's more i'd say my parents yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. you got
1: that,
0: that's good man you got the you got a support yeah. system yeah you got a good exactly. support system yeah i know i know a lot of players who might be quite the opposite like where you said the thing with the teacher yeah <laughs> their parents are saying that <laughs> and then they're like ah one percent like why keep kicking ball man go go like yeah go. exactly be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so like i've brought i've like i've I've been like lucky enough to like speak to a lot of players in the past and obviously had my own journey with like uh pursuing football and that and you know like you see patterns and you see a lot of things and yeah i i, I love like that's what i'm really i'm really like romantic about the whole like you know tr- like The professional football journey and it's it's i think it sets you up for life in ways as well that the teachers and the parents might not be able to see you know like what teachers and parents or just people that don't believe in you might see is like oh trying to become professional footballer and this and that but what you're actually doing is yeah you're trying to do that but you're learning discipline you're learning the power of importance of habits importance of like diet nutrition being fit your your body fat percentage is probably lower than everybody that's telling you to stop and you're like I'm healthier than you (laughs) like so that's interesting now you went to non-league how long how long did you play non-league football
1: so I was there for around a year so I was at a club called Farnborough um a good a good club in non-league to be fair like very good club in non-league and at the time when I was playing for them an agent saw me play for you know saw me playing one day and then got in contact with me and from then he was like there's an opportunity for me to go and play professionally in Lithuania. Um and obviously for myself I'd never really heard you know if, like I've heard of Lithuania but I never really knew about yeah, the football yeah. side of things and things yeah, like yeah. that. So for me I was a bit skeptical at, at first and then I thought you know what um it's it's an opportunity like I'm gonna I'm gonna take this and I and I always believe in Coming out of your comfort zone, like if you want to achieve anything in life, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, so for me, it was a, it was a case of yeah, I'm gonna go there and sign my professional deal deal, but it's it's not gonna stop there. I'm gonna keep you know climbing the ladders. Uh, so yeah, so it was it was a crazy crazy experience.
0: Well, that's that's interesting, the comfort zone thing. Yeah. Um, me and Nick talk about comfort zone all the time, and yeah. um, man, but how old were you when you did that? So like,
1: i think 15.
0: i was like 19 yeah that's not 19.
1: that old is it no not so that old. like like know.
0: in terms of like an actual adult like that's not yeah. that old to just be going to another country um yeah. which kind of ties into really what i want to get at like how, bro okay i'm gonna be honest i don't <laughs> know where I, I don't know where lithuania is i know it's in europe yeah yeah I, it's in europe yeah <laughs> i know it's <laughs> Eastern Europe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Eastern Europe. I just don't like know much about Lithuania. Um, how like, how did you adapt to that? Like when you got there, because I'm guessing different language. Yeah, different different language,
1: culture, everything. So when I when I when I got there and I stepped off the plane, it was around February time. I stepped off the plane and it was like minus 16 degrees. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought to myself, Oh my god, like where where. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh my god! What is going on here? So yeah, yeah, yeah. that that first like impression of the I was like, oh my god! Like, can I do this? Like, is this what it's going to be like? But then it was just about you know again going back to to, to my mental side of things and knowing why I'm here, um, having that tunnel vision, and you know I'm here to push on in my career, uh, to you know to keep climbing up the ladders. So when I went there, yeah, it was it was a shock. It was a big shock. But adapting to like the language, like the barrier and the different culture. To be fair, they they do speak like English. Like a lot of them speak English, so it wasn't yep. that difficult. And I had a few like uh, Brazilian teammates, and you know, people like that. So otherwise, that was that was nice. That was nice and easy, like to settle in uh, regarding language barrier.
0: But it was just you know the weather and things like that. Always just it hit me different. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me about. I, I kind of, I'm kind of curious, like about like this interesting one maybe because i'm hungry right now yeah. but uh tell me about the food like what actually where so where are you originally from And like where are you originally from
1: originally my parents are from iran but yeah. obviously i've been brought up in the in the uk yeah
0: yeah Where whereabouts in
1: the uk in the uk uh so north Finchley, like london oh
0: that's yeah okay like oh that's that's crazy so um funny story yeah me uh corby you know and yeah. for the people that don't know Corby, Corby used to play for uh, Bayern Munich's uh, youth team, youth setup, yeah. and he's, obviously, he's building Train Effective as well. Me, him, and an in-residence guest, we went to this, um, there's a Pizza Hut in North Finchley, Sam. I don't know if you know about this Pizza Hut in North Finchley. It's like in this play, it, oh man, it's like, it's it's right near Nando's as well. I don't know yeah, if yeah, know yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: And opposite, opposite is like the Hollywood Bowl, the like bowling and the cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> we ate, we ate Pizza Hut like there once with an in residence guest. This was back in 2017. I remember specifically because North Finchley, because we are uh, the effect, train effective like house was in, uh, it was in High Barnet, which you know okay. where that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, that's like my story about North Finchley, and I remember like like they had a salad bar and i didn't know this because in america you don't usually like eat in at pizza hut like okay take it to go it's pizza yeah we ate salad i ate at the salad bar like 10 times that night (laughs) it was mad but that's why i know uh north finchley man that's that's crazy northern line yeah northern
1: line exactly yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. so that's what i'm so you went so how like tell me about that like the and this is like a like little side tangent like the food difference. What was the food like in Lithuania? Because I kinda uh, wanna yeah. get educated.
1: To be fair, the food like it was more like because we had our own like specific diet and things like that. So it was more uh, like okay. you know, we had our chickens, our you know our fish, uh you know our steaks, and you know we had our carbs of our pasta and things like that. So it was more you know football-based diet okay. really.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well done. No, that's mm. that's good that they had that. Um And I wonder if I feel like it's different for each country. But so you did Lithuania, but then you, I would say, I would say, I mean, maybe you know better than me, but you took a step up as well because you went to Cyprus. Yeah. 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 So tell me about that and kind of your, again, like your frame, like your frame when you, how that opportunity came about. Um, Obviously, you don't have to disclose anything you don't want to, but kind of your step up to that.
1: Yeah. So, obviously, during my time in Lithuania, when I signed there, I went. Uh, I signed for the second division team and I finished like top goal scorer during that season. So, you know, I did really well and I had a lot of clubs from the, from the top league looking at me and things like that. And one of the teams that came in for me, they were in the Europa League qualifiers. So, yeah. you know, so everything was done. Like, I was about to go there and, and sign and then I had like my kit number and we was traveling to Hungary to play the Europa League qualifier. Uh, like I think in two days' time. So then last minute, last minute, you know, I don't know what happened. Like with my agent and the club, and negotiations fell through. The deal didn't happen. So after that, I went to I went back to England and I was on trial with uh, Oxford United in uh, League One. So I was there for around four weeks, and then did really well again you know again uh after four weeks there was like yeah offer on the table everything's nearly done and then we and then you know this is where this is where luck comes into it as well you know in football and you know you have to be at the right place at the right time so that stage then a new coach came in from spain and when he came in he brought in a lot of his players from spain so that's when that opportunity fell through as well so it was a case again you know mentally i was like oh my god like you know setback after setback and yeah. but i want you know people need to realize that you, setbacks are all part of the journey like you're gonna get it it's about how you bounce back how you bounce back to 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 know you know okay cool this one didn't happen the next one it's gonna happen um so then after that my agent said okay opportunity to go to cyprus uh, that deal was on the table um i went to cyprus uh and then the complete opposite to lithuania like hot warm weather beaches pools um and it was just yeah it was a whole different
0: experience (laughs) that's funny because like man the the luck thing is really interesting because i think um this is something that doesn't maybe get talked out talked about like often um maybe because it's not that like i don't know shiny or sexy but i think like a lot of stuff like that does happen where like a lot of like everything's going well, like you said, contract on the table. Yeah. But I think people need to realize like how much like a new coach or a new manager sometimes just does impact whether it's like a professional club like that or even whether it's your local side because, because like sometimes what people will do and this is kind of what, like I want to kind of correct this and maybe change a few people's perspectives is a new coach might come in and maybe you are not the type of central midfielder that this new coach wants. It doesn't mean you're a bad central midfielder. Maybe he just wants like, like a really two footed central midfielder or maybe he just wants one that can really play on the left or uh, I don't know. And what what happens is I think players start overthinking and like really getting down on, down on themselves and they can get to a, kind of a bad place and it's like mm-hmm. sometimes these things happen that are out of control and you have to understand like what's in my control what can I control because then exactly. I can then I can correct it yeah. and I give you a lot of credit, bro. Like I give you a lot of credit because for I'm like how I'm thinking is you. Go to Lithuania. You come back home, essentially home. Yeah. You brought yeah. up the UK. You know you yeah. well. Well, you said League One side. Was it? Yeah, well, League, League One. one. Yeah. So League I One thought, side.
1: You know, it the home. You know, it's nice. good level. Really level. good level.
0: Yeah. And like everything's on the table. Literally, yeah. you've been there not a few days. You've been there weeks now, mm. and everything's good. And then boom, it's just not. I'm not gonna say scrapped, but it is scrapped essentially, yeah. Yeah. right yeah. from you and. Yeah from there i feel like that's such a sensitive time to like be like you know like what do i do now like i'm done with football some people just be like i'm done with football but i had
1: had, you know i had a few people telling me oh you know what maybe it's just not meant to be that you know just try something else and honestly that never crossed my mind my my mind once like it was just always i just said to myself no like (laughs) i didn't come this far to only get this far you know (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 (laughs) um so it was it was a case of again going back to the drawing board going back uh training hard but the one thing i always say like if you don't have that like, self belief if you don't believe in yourself no one else will believe in you so in the sense of like you know different managers as well so some managers as you said they might like you some managers prefer another player but you always have to like believe in yourself you have to know what you can do cuz you know once you get an opportunity you need to grab it with both hands and then that manager there He's gonna like you, and that's when your chance to you know that's your chance to climb the ladders.
0: Love that, love that. And it is so true. I say love that because it's so true, and it, it's yeah. it's really true. I think a lot of people need to hear it. Um, sometimes it's I don't know, bro. Like it, like I'm big on like focusing on positives and like just focusing on positives and yeah. like like I said, what's in your control. So when that, so when you went to Cyprus mm-hmm. again, was there a big like I don't know, I. I know a little bit about Cyprus, but yeah. was that like a culture shock or did you fit in well over there or you how was what?
1: that? Yeah, do you know what? In Cyprus, I felt like home straight away because it's, it's similar to it's similar to the UK as well. Um, and, you know, so I just, it was at home straight away and I fitted in really well. Um, you know, obviously I loved the weather and, you know, everything was, was top-notch, like the training facility, the pitches, everything was really good. And <laughs> so after training, for example, I would go training. <laughs> and then i'd come back home and my rest and recovery was chilling by the pool going to the beach you know yeah. you you couldn't go wrong really
0: yeah 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 no i love that i love that it, it, and it's kind of like cyprus i to be fair i'd like to go to cyprus like it's yeah. it's it's just like it's kind of it's an island yeah i'm pretty sure yeah it's, it's an like, island yeah. It, yeah it's it's right there off off. um it's kind of off um like it, it, it's weird it's like southeastern europe if that makes sense yeah it, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's... you've got like it's the, uh half is uh turkish side and then you've got a greek side
0: yeah so, yeah so i was yeah. in the greek side yeah love that love that bro no i love that bro um that's interesting because i feel like through this journey um you probably had moments where you could have like properly like, given up yeah. um I think one thing, and I'll actually relate this back to U.S. soccer, as we call it. Um, in England, I guess that exit trial, yeah, like where uh, you call it crunch time where it's like either you get um, offered the professional deal or whatever mm-hmm. to carry on with that team or that club or you get released. And most players, when they do get released, sometimes they'll, you know, other clubs might pick them up or whatever, or they might yeah. have like connections, whatever. But a lot of times they do fall into non-league. Here, I feel like similar to that is after high school, after age 18, usually players will go play in college in America. They'll play at uni, university for whatever, four years. Age 21 comes, and it's kind of that that decision time. It's like, do do you pursue it further or is this like the end? Yeah. And for most people, it is the end. And for the people that do pursue it, sometimes, like actually most of the time, the answer has to be like some sort of like connection or some sort of coach that can refer them or this and that. Um, those sensitive periods, like that period after college, after uni, where you're like, okay, what do I do now? That sensitive period where a player is like 15, 16, and that exit trial comes, what do I do now? What would you say to those players who like, who essentially don't know what to do? They don't know whether to pursue it anymore or whether, whether mm-hmm. they should just like like they say, get a normal job. What would you yeah. say to those players?
1: To be honest, I think it all depends on the player, man. Like if from my experiences, you know, as you can tell, I've had a lot of setbacks. I've had a lot of you know people saying no, rejections, or just things doesn't it won't go. It's not going right. Um, but remember why you started, man. Like remember why how long you've been playing this sport, how the hours you're putting in on the training pitch, you know the hard work you're putting in, all the running you're doing. Uh, the gym sessions you're doing, just remember all of that, and then just remember, like, football is a game of highs and lows. It's it's not just like that. It's gonna it's it's up and down, man. It's up and down. Like you're gonna have good moments, you're gonna have bad moments, but it's about how you bounce back during the bad moments, which is gonna make you as a player. Like I will give you an example for um, my debut match in Cyprus, my first game for the club. Um, I scored a goal to make us go one 0 up, and then Come the on. other. T- the other team score, so it's 1-1 for most of the game. In the 80th minute, we get a penalty. So I pick up the ball, I take it, and the keeper saves it. So I'm thinking, oh no, like my first game, and I've just missed the pen to, to to basically win us the game. Yeah. But 10 minutes later, in the 90th minute, the ball crosses, gets crossed into the box, and it lands to me, and I shoot and it goes in. So we win the game 2-1. But that's what I'm trying to say, that, that mental, like, I could have easily gone, you know what? I don't want to get into that position no more because I'm scared of going to m- missing another chance. And that's what's going to separate you from the top players and just at a normal level, you know? So don't be scared of making mistakes. Don't be scared of, you know, missing chances. That's all part of the journey. It's all part of football. Um, and one thing my manager told me after the game as well, he said, you know how I knew you were a good player? I said, how? He said, not because you scored the two goals. It's because your reaction after that miss, That penalty miss you know, and
0: that's when I was like, "Wow, like, that's deep." Yeah, (laughs) no, that's deep. Um, no, that that it. Yeah, it's interesting. I so like I do like the last couple years. Like I do look at stuff like that. Like, um, oh, it's kind of it's kind of sad actually. But um, (laughs) somebody like like so I'm an Arsenal fan. So like. Hardcore.
1: I'm a Manu fan, bro. We're going at it tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. listen.
0: <laughs> big, big day, big day. But bummy and yeah. Some like I love this guy, but sometimes he does like it's really interesting. Yeah. He will miss some of the easiest chances. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes he will miss some of the easiest chances. Um, if he scored these like sitters essentially, yeah. he would like like bag 20 plus like Premier League goals every season. Like he yeah. misses a lot of like easy chances. Even the other day he did it was right in front of the goal. He like hit the post. Yeah. Um but I always look at him um how he reacts to them. Mm-hmm. And I always look at players like how they react to these just misses in general or these yeah. these crunch time moments where like you should be doing better. How do they mm-hmm. react? I remember one specific moment. It was the FA Cup um I think it was the semifinal. I'm pretty sure it was the semifinal in 2020. Uh, It was against uh, Manchester City, and it was no no in the beginning of the game. Bro, Man City, they're like elite. Yeah, we weren't really favored to win that game, but he essentially had this one on one, cleared through. David Luiz played him in, and he just hit it right at the keeper. I was like, what the heck? And it was such a big chance. And I was instantly, I saw, I was like, how does it like. I was I was upset, but I looked at him yeah. like, how did, is, is he like, 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 mm-hmm. or like, you know, but like, all he did was he was like, he just gave a thumbs up to David Luiz. I was like, that's interesting. Because like, literally two minutes later, he scored on this cross from uh, Pepe. And I was like, yeah. you you could really sulk and, you know, kind of defeat yourself as mm-hmm. coach John Moses from Factor would say, you could defeat yourself in that moment. Yeah. But he, it just seems like for me, like with him, like he never... Let's that happen to himself. It's so interesting. Like, do you... like? Yeah. yeah, So, do you, like, you play... What position did you play? Striker, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when you... How do you... Man, it's so much... It's an interesting one, man. Because, like, you are... They rely on you, bro. You're the main man. Like, you're meant to score the goals. So, like, when you do miss chances... When you did miss chances in these big games, big matches, like... Did you ever have, like... A moment where you were like kind of like raw like i i I don't know what like i I don't know what to do like i should have like
1: yeah of course like that goes through your head like so as soon as you miss i'm thinking oh wow like nine times out of ten i scored That's in the back of the net um and it plays on your mind that for uh, i'm not gonna lie it's for the next like minute or whatever and during the game i'm like oh my god like i should have scored that and but the thing is which I learned, you just, you have to forget about it, put it to the back of your mind. The next chance is literally it could be five minutes away. You have to be ready for that next chance, um, and that's what it is with football, really, man. So it's just about being ready for the next one. Like mistakes happen, you're gonna miss. Messi misses, Ronaldo misses. It, you know, it's part of it's part of football. But if you let it get to you, then the next chance that comes, you're not gonna be ready for it, and then you might miss again. So put it to the back of your mind. Look forward. The next chance you get, you'll score. Do you,
0: I don't know if you remember this. Um, wh- how old are you?
1: How old am I now? Yeah, uh, twenty six.
0: Okay, I'm twenty four. So you probably remember this. But in in twenty um in twenty eleven, mm-hmm. uh, Fernando Torres, uh, he had this miss against you guys. Actually, against May United. Okay. When he, ha- he took it around the keeper. Yes. He, yeah, missed. he yeah. went around the keeper and he and he yeah. missed. And yeah. I remember after that, he did not, like, recover from that for months. And to be fair, to be fair, it could be for a bunch of reasons, you know, who yeah. knows. But, like, yeah. after that, he did not, like, he did not play well. He was not yeah. scoring or anything for a decent amount of time, at least yeah. on a consistent basis. And I think that kind of, like, let, like, I'm not going to say that was a star, but, like, it did kind of, like, pique people's interest into, like, how, like, people kind of come back from, like, setbacks and, not rejection, but, like, bro, like, a miss like that in that game, especially because it's such an easy miss, and at that level, you have, like, every which, like, information from (laughs) which direction, just people coming at you all the time. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting to see that. So, I mean, even what you said just now, where, like, you'd miss something, but you tell yourself, nine times out of ten, I score that. That's actually, like, an elite mentality, because You're essentially telling yourself, almost subconsciously, like, I'm going to score the next one. Yeah, yeah,
1: like exactly. And I think that's that's the most important thing. You have to tell yourself the next chance you're getting, you're scoring. Because if you're thinking, oh, the next chance I'm getting, am I going to score, am I not? You're going to miss. I promise you, you'll miss. It's about that mindset. You have to just tell yourself, the next one I'm getting, I'm scoring. And don't be scared of getting in them positions again to get them chances. Because I think some players, you know, they'll miss a couple of chances and they'll be scared to get in their positions again in case the ball drops to them. And, you know, don't be scared of getting in their positions. At the end of the day, you know, everyone misses. Just, you know, that's that's, that's one thing I learned, like, you know, playing football all these, all these years. I've missed a lot of chances, but it's always the next one I'm going to score. The next one I'm going to score. So, uh,
0: but like, I love that. I yeah. love that. But like, that you, how did you get that confident? Like, how did you get, how did you, how did you build this confidence?
1: I think it comes down to your self belief and, and that you're, it comes from within, um, you know, in training as well. So in training, for, let's say, for example, I haven't had a, I haven't had a great game. I've missed a few chances. I might have scored one, but I've missed, you know, three chances or whatever. Um, in training, after the session, I'm staying back with a keeper. Mm. Repetition, shooting, shooting, shooting. Um, Different, different scenarios on my left foot on my right foot taking penalties um you know it's just once you get that repetition when you're in a game it just becomes second nature in this position I did this in training the other day bang goal you know
0: so rep- is you've probably heard the quote repetition is the mother of skill exactly um, yeah. and I don't know if you've seen this this TED talk man the, there's this TED talk literally on confidence and you've kind of mirrored what this guy said it was this yeah. um he was actually a coach for some university in america and, and like he talks about self confidence as a skill and literally he spoke about this goalkeeper who you know he like every ball that would like get shot at him in a game he'd like he'd parry it away you know yeah. like, he would never be able to catch so over the summer he would like every day like catch a hundred or two hundred balls or whatever, and he came back, hands were calloused and like he could just catch everything, and that's how he developed his confidence um so I love the, uh, I love that you had kind of, I love that. I love your mentality. <laughs> if that makes it, like I yeah. love your mentality. Cause I think it's, 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 it's not like, it's a winning mentality, but yeah. the kind of what I, to me, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a lethal, like an assassin type mentality where it's yeah. like, this isn't just football for you. Mm. You know, like I, for me, I get the sense like that, that mentality isn't just football for you. Yeah, you're right. Cause that, that mentality yeah, I like I bro cuz I, I can get the sense like it's 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 you've internalized it you know mm-hmm. you've internalized it to uh, you, now it's going to translate to other areas of your life you yeah. were saying
1: yeah so you're you're right like uh you're spot on cuz i could be playing table tennis with my brother i could be playing fifa <laughs> but i'm not losing that game like i'm 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 winning and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I could when i was younger for example um I would let's say I was playing I don't know table tennis or whatever, and if I if I kept losing, I wouldn't stop playing until I won. Like yeah. it was that was like installed in me, and it, I I just think that's why when I say it comes from within, it's something that's inside mm. you, and you know, I've just always been like just how I was and how I am even now.
0: Bro, damn, and that I think do you think that's carried you through? Like that do you think that's that's what carried you through from Watford non-league playing yeah. Cyprus?
1: Yeah, bro. If I didn't have that, I would have probably, you know, all the setbacks I got, I would have probably quit 10 years ago. You know, like eight years ago. Because that's that's when I say, that's why I say how important it is to be mentally strong in this game. And just having that self belief is so important. Because if you like, I I mentioned it earlier, you know, but like, if you don't believe in yourself, the scouts are not going to believe in you. Your coaches are not going to believe in you. The players around you are not going to believe in you. Um, so yeah, it just comes from within.
0: Do you think like do you think and this is an interesting one? Do you think people can see when you don't believe in yourself? Because I I have an opinion on this, but I want to hear yours first.
1: Hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's 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 so obvious Like, you can tell from someone's the way that you know they carry themselves, their their aura, um, what they do like on on a football pitch. Like if I'm watching a game, I can tell a confident player and a player that's lacking in confidence like it's it's really easy to spot. So yeah, you can 100% tell.
0: So that's interesting because for me, I don't know if you're like this, you probably are cuz like I think this comes with maybe um experience like yeah. I usually like if you if you and if you like sit us down, or sit me down yeah in a room and or in a like a uh, changing room yeah you have like each player individually come in yeah. You can kind of probably tell if this makes sense. You can probably tell who like, like who's God or who's like a player. Sometimes it's sometimes it's just it's just like demeanor. Sometimes it's just I don't know if it's physiology. I think like mm-hmm. you said the word aura. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like usually when I'm like in anal- like, like observing something like this, I'm usually right where you get to the pitch and some players just like ca- kind of carry themselves differently and usually are better players in general yeah. versus the more I'm not going to say timid because you can I guess you can be like more reserved as well but yeah of course you can tell like and coaches can tell and scouts can tell yes. like if you're on the pitch just going like this and like kind mm. of slouching after a mistake mm. or a bad pass they're gonna be like raw if he's doing that right now after a bad five-yard pass yeah how can we trust him in a full 90 minute match Angry. um etc etc so i think like, stuff like that really
1: important i think it's, it's it's a switch so like you can be quiet off the pitch but when you step on that pitch it's a switch man like you have to you have to go for it like i see that uh, uh, paul skulls for example off the pitch he was he was quiet man all, the, all his teammates used to say he's really quiet but on the pitch mate he was flying to challenges he was loud you know and i think it's just that switch bro yeah yeah Yeah.
0: yeah. that's, oh, bro, that's Interesting. Do, you, do you know anybody like that do you know anybody like that where like off the pitch because you play with a lot of players yeah. where like off the pitch they're literally yeah like like so quiet but like on the pitch even training whatever you're like bro you're a different guy right yeah. now like,
1: do, like to be fair i had a teammate in cyprus <laughs> off the pitch the most quiet guy you'd ever meet you know does his own thing doesn't bother anyone on the pitch he's a different player man you just see him he's like He's flying into challenges. He's shouting at all the players. Like he's, you know, he's yeah. commanding. He's like, he's, he's like a leader on the pitch. But like, yeah. I think that's his switch. Um, yeah. And some players are able to do that. Uh, some players are just, you know, they're just themselves off the pitch and on the pitch. But yeah, it's up to the player.
0: Love that. Love that. Um, so what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna actually I have some rapid fire questions for you. Okay, cool. um, and before we get to that, I do want to touch on something. Uh just because it's two things actually, because December we're nearing the end of 2021, Raw has flown by. Um Man. it's crazy. What would you cause I think you, you like your my intuition tells me you have good words for this, like the people in general, not just footballers, yeah. Cause like obviously, bro, like you played football, yeah. Like you played mm-hmm. Lithuania, Cyprus in the UK, but you also have your own personal life. We all have like issues, things going on. The people that are just struggling mentally. Yeah, maybe some people are stressed. Some people have anxiety, this and that. What would you kind of tell them who are kind of just struggling day to day right now in their life, aren't motivated, are just down, you know, maybe staying in bed a little longer than usual? Do you have a message for them or any like words of advice from maybe your own experiences or anything like that?
1: Um, The one thing I'd say is things will always get better. Like, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So, um just, you know, know the things you love. Just keep on doing the things you love. Keep yourself busy. Like, for example, if you love playing football, go outside, go train for a bit. Because for me, every time I play football, it takes my mind off any pro- problems I'm having. Like, it was always something like, it was something I loved, but it was my peace as well. Yeah. Um, so, that's the best advice I'll give you. Just try and just lift yourself up. Be like, you know, think, things are going to get better. Like you know, you're gonna have the good days. It's it's coming, but like you have to go 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 after it a little bit. Go go out and play a little bit of football. Take your mind off it. Exercise and yeah, yeah. You'll see take, the light. The yeah.
0: I feel like taking action just is like any yeah. when you're like in doubt of something, like yeah. just just taking that action just does take raise
1: Exactly. Take control. No one's gonna take control for you. It has to come from yourself. You have to just mm. tell yourself, okay, I can do this. I'm gonna go for it today, and give yourself a schedule. So like, for me, like I'd have a schedule. So I, I'm going to set my alarm at this time. I'm waking up at this time tomorrow. At this time, I'm going to train. After training, I'm doing this, you know, I'm going to read a book at this time. Uh, so have a schedule and I promise you, it will help you so much.
0: Well, that's, in- that's interesting. Just a side note, when you, um, were you always, the, the, I always ask people this cause I'm actually not that great with this. Yeah. Mm. And I can admit that, but like when you were playing say you did like obviously you have like team training stuff or yeah. like your individual training like yeah. did you schedule things throughout the day uh, yeah
1: yeah so let me for example in cyprus uh during pre-season we have double sessions so we're waking up at five in the morning for a 6 a.m session and then the next session is six in the evening so during them uh let's say from eight o'clock i'll go have breakfast for example and then after that i do a little bit of recovery some foam rolling lunchtime have a nap i think napping is really important as well for recovery and people don't like they underestimate it because when you sleep like your body your muscles repair and you know your body recovers quicker so a nap is something i used to always do um so i'd fit a nap in, and then yeah so i don't and then a gym session as well so after my nap i do a gym session and my prehab and my pre-activation and then i go for training in the evening
0: okay love that yeah no it, i think it's good for just like building habits and that and getting in yeah, routines like exactly. scheduling things um the other thing i was going to say is um or ask rather what is kind of your what is kind of your outlook like sam's outlook for 2022 it doesn't have to be like resolutions or anything like do mm-hmm. you have like a statement or like a a message or like a, a specific like frame of mind that you want to like really carry out in 2022? That's
1: a good question, you know, cause I haven't really thought, thought yet. Man. It's not
0: late enough in December yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. What I would say is just that for me, I always set myself like goals and targets every year. So it's just keep improving as a person, as a, as a footballer um, in whatever you choose to do, just keep getting yeah. better, um, expanding your knowledge, you know, just always, you can, there's always room for improvement. Um, and yeah, just, I'd say, I'd say that, you know, just keep improving growth. Yeah. Yeah, Growth. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Growth. Love that. All right. Let's get into these, um, (laughs) these rapid fire questions. So, um, the point of this is like, I want you to kind of answer, um, don't think about them too much. Just, uh, answer as quick as you can. I don't have have too many of them. I think there's about nine here. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, We'll go ahead, actually. Actually, I'm going to add one more. Um, Okay. So, ready? Are you ready, Sam? Let's go. First one. Messi or Ronaldo?
1: See, for me, I'll I'll make it as quick as I can. can. I'm a Ronaldo fan. Yeah, I'm a Ronaldo fan because of, you know, the hard work is put into what he's achieved. Oh, yeah. But on my football brain, I know Messi is the greatest. 'Cause he's just yeah. he's he's just another planet he's on another planet. But for me, yeah. I'm a big Ronaldo fan, yeah.
0: So which one is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, st- I'm sticking with Ronaldo, but Messi okay. okay,
0: cool, 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 cool. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um Okay, then maybe the next one might not um work out too well. Uh Ronaldo Nine, Brazilian Ronaldo, or Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo Nine. No, 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 Oh, okay. I love that. Um, Would you rather win the Champions League or win the World Cup? World Cup. World Cup. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Who wins today? Who wins the match today? Arsenal, Manchester United. Manu, bro. Actually, is that what your heart tells you or head? Both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sheesh. I feel like the
1: players, they have to impress the manager. The new manager is going to be no, watching. No, no, no.
0: Listen, you know? lo- like that. Like, I know people are t- like asking, like, ask me, like, is this the best time or the worst time to play him? To me, it might be one of the worst times because yeah. you're right. Some of them yeah. players might be like, I need to fight for my spot now. Yeah. Like, uh, new manager and that. So, uh, would you rather score from a free kick or from a corner?
1: Free kick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who wins the Premier League this season? Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay. Who wins the World Cup? oh World Cup! you know what let's go england england oh (laughs) it's coming home (laughs) it's coming home. (laughs) uh favorite food favorite food uh lasagna lasagna okay not donut kebab
1: uh donut kebab you know it's, it's nice on my cheat day but you know, I yeah. stick with lasagna. Yeah, my mom's yeah, lasagna okay. is the best. So if you ever want to have some, when you're in London, come and you can have some of my mom's
0: lasagna. <laughs> I rate that. That's the next holiday, isn't it? Um, uh, favorite soft drink? This might be unhealthy. And I don't, drink. Day, entree, I don't I, drink. I don't drink. I knew it. Oh, yeah, like, don't not, you don't even drink, like, Pepsi Sprite? No, no. Love that, bro. I love that. Because you know what? I'm the same. I've just got my, you know, like, drink whatever it's... amount of it's... these a day. This is me. Right yeah i love that <laughs> the water bottle gang um and the last one is your go-to boots
1: my go-to boots yeah uh i'm a hyper venom neck. oh okay yeah. okay
0: okay okay i had i had a pair of them these gray and orange ones with the little yeah. sock on them the phantoms yeah. uh, when they first come out and yeah. Um, yeah man i used to be big on boots but like looking back on it now it's like so irrelevant <laughs> but like growing up when you're a teenager you're like Fra, like, yeah, if yeah. you're a striker you've got to wear hypervenoms like yeah if you're a defender you've got to wear tiempos if you're a night. winger you've got to wear
1: mercurials yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> it is <It's laughs> like mate just go train you're shooting don't worry about the boots <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> love that love mm-hmm. that listen sam um we're gonna wrap up and um listen mate it's been a pleasure having you mate. on thanks and for i think there's actually a lot here to build on potentially in the future as well, so youtube people just let us know any questions comments for sam below and spotify people you can all follow sam on instagram at s shaban ten that's s s h a b a n one zero on instagram you can follow me at hashirkan h a s h i r c a n and i'm kind of realizing those two rhyme a little bit. A it's little like, bit, yeah. Shaban, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's That's mad. And actually, it wasn't... You said your your family background from Iran. Yeah, yeah. Were, were they in the... They were in the Euros? Were they in the World Cup recently? World Cup.
1: Yeah, we were in the World we're,
0: Cup. We were yeah. in the World Cup. Weren't you the guys who gave up that goal to Messi in like the 90th minute? Was that against yeah. Iran?
1: Yeah, that was. That was. That was fact, I went I went to Russia, you know, to watch Iran in the World Cup. Crazy. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Oh,
0: well, what's that guy's name from Iran? Oh, it's this really popular player. I don't know why. Dejaga? Ashkan?
1: Dejaga, yeah. yeah, Dejaga,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Big player.
0: Yeah. I love him. I love him. Wonderful. Good stuff, Sam. Listen, good speaking to you, mate. And uh, all the best to you. Everybody, thank you for listening. Yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. And we will see you all next time. Stay effective.